Hey friends, and welcome to Subculture Presents The Hive Podcast. The Hive Podcast is a place for the diverse voices on the subculture team to speak about topics that interest them, topics they're passionate about, and topics related to the world of black college students. You'll find something for everybody here, whether it's Bible study, segments on news, politics, culture, religion, music, theology, everything in between. Make sure that you like, comment, and rate the podcast to help us clear a path for black college students. And once again, welcome to to the hive. If the desert is a place of renewal, transformation, and freedom, and if the heat and isolation served as a nurturing incubator for nascent monastic movements, one wonders if a desert experience is necessary to reclaim this legacy. One need not wonder long when there are so many deserts within reach. Today's wilderness can be found in bustling suburban and urban centers on death row, in homeless shelters in the middle of the night, in the eyes of a hospice patient, and in the desperation of AIDS orphans in Africa and around the world. Joy Unspeakable by Barbara Holmes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Hive. My name is Robert, and today on the podcast, I want to continue one of two mini-series that I've started this season, and this mini-series is called Theology in the Wilderness, and I want to be clear at the outset of this episode that the wilderness is is often overused and, um, you know, people... And modernity will have a headache and say, I'm in the wilderness season. Um, But just to be clear, using the narrative of the children of Israel being in the wilderness and um, throughout the Bible, wilderness serves uh, a lot of different purposes for God's people. Um, I'm not trying to assert that the current crisis that we are undergoing or the current time period that we are in is exactly like uh, biblical times. It is, it is merely using uh, the Bible as a launching pad to understand our current day and see where can we encounter God, what things can we pull out of things that happened in the wilderness with the children of Israel and and use it for our day, right? So again, <laughs> we're using the Bible and we're we're using it to shape and frame how we think about our current day. Obviously, they're not exactly congruent, but we are doing our best to understand some things. And so I also wanted to uh, use some portions of the wandering in the wilderness as a means to uh, encourage us and, and have some edification. So with all of that <laughs> preempting, uh, this particular uh, episode is going to be on the God of the Holy Mountain. And as I was preparing for this episode, I'd really been resonating with God encountering the children of Israel from Mount Sinai and and the beauty, the terror that was found there, and 
just that encounter there, right? And and I think there's some implications for our current day, right? And so some of, of that encounter you can find um, in, Ex- in Exodus 19 and 20. And I want to read just a little bit to frame our, our talk today. So let's look at uh, chapter 19, verse 17, or let's do 16. I said, it says, then it came to pass on the third day in the morning, and there were thunderings and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain. And the sound of the trumpet was very loud so that all the people who were in the camp trembled. And Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was completely in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire. Its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain quaked greatly. And when the blast of the trumpet sounded long and became louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God answered him by voice. Then the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai on the top of the mountain, and the Lord called Moses to the top of the mountain, and Moses went up. And so God uh, coming down in a, ge- in a geographical location was significant, obviously, right? It, it isn't unusual, but it is especially in in those days uh different times throughout Israel's history they saw God manifest but this was very special in that God descended um physically on this holy mountain and encountered them from that mountain and it forever uh changed um uh the children of Israel right and it forever changed how they understood uh the God that they had um, been hearing about, that they had been worshiping, sacrificing to, etc., right? And this was the same God that had delivered them out of Egypt. And so I was thinking today, the, the biggest thing that I, I think that this can serve, at least right now, it, for us is reimagining um, encounter. And now... As I say that, I know that the word encounter (laughs) uh, has been abused by various denominations and groups, and and I'm well aware of that. And the love of experiences and the supernatural has so drowned out what is considered, quote unquote, orthodoxy that many have swung the pendulum in the complete other direction, right? And so... For the purposes of this podcast, I I am decidedly ecumenical, and I know that some people believe that God will not uh, encounter His people in in supernatural ways, quote unquote. Again, uh, I know that. I also want. Um, To, to hold space for basically the reach for asking God to manifest himself, whether that's through 
supernatural encounter, whether that's through understanding of the scriptures, whether that's through um, God showing up in, in practical details, whether that's through feeling his presence, whether that's through um, love abounding in our heart in ways that is not natural for us. I, I don't want to get uh, caught up on will God manifest himself in fire like on a mountain? Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't think so, but I don't want to tell God what he can do. But when I'm looking at our world and when I'm looking at our country and when I'm looking at my city, I have thought, especially in recent weeks, that God, I need clearer visions of you and I need to um, encounter you in ways that transcend my um, mundane life and my mundane experiences. And I don't want to put a cap on what that can be. And even when I'm reading the word now, I, I have found that I've been asking God, come and transform this reading time. And, and what I mean by that is I'm not necessarily asking uh, Jesus to physically walk in the room, although, he, again, he is God and he can do that. <laughs> um, but I'm asking this time that I'm reading my Bible early in the morning that it wouldn't be a time of just academic head knowledge. I need the Holy Spirit to come and ignite the flame of the word that the Holy Spirit would take the words and uh, invigorate my heart, refresh my heart, give me new perspectives as I read, give me um, clarity on how to walk out um, love for others around me, right? And so, Essentially, in this podcast, I'm looking at this wilderness um, encounter and in completely different manner, but it's the same God. I'm asking God, just like you encountered the children of Israel, I, I need you to encounter me. I want to encounter you. I want you to encounter me. And I want in that encounter to be changed. I want in that encounter um, that my theology uh, lines up with um, my orthodoxy, right? And in, in, in my orthopraxy, right? I want to not just know things about you. I want to live out of the reality of what I know in the Bible. I want to be changed, essentially, right? And so I think the biggest thing that I, I would want you to walk away from this podcast, this, this mini podcast, is to say, God, I want to encounter you in new ways. And we talk a lot on this podcast about a variety of different things, justice issues, biblical issues. Um, but what I want to be clear is I want to know God. I want to know a God that is bigger than what I can um, drum up or think up in my mind, right? And that is important to me. It's important to me that there's a God who isn't just Robert made, right? And so just like I had in um, the days of my youth and the days of my uh, 
early conversion to Christianity, I would ask God to show up even when I'm at the grocery store, like give me um, deals. And, um, and some of that may have been silliness, but I think there was this hunger and this love for God that, that in a lot of ways I've left behind in my quote unquote maturity. And, and I want to present to you that I, I miss some of that. I I do want God to encounter me when I'm at the grocery store. And the world is hard. Very, 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 very much so. And I don't want to be so smart that I don't expect God to be God and transcendent in my life and in situations around me and concerning me, right? And I want to talk to and think of the God of the Holy Mountain and the God of the Holy Mountain who encountered his people. And uh, even as I'm talking about it right now, my heart feels um, centered and it feels more anchored thinking that God really did this. I mean, he spoke to his people from the mountain (laughs) and that's the God I worship and pray to. Uh, Man, that's refreshing. And man, that, uh, that's an anchor point. And so as we worship the God of the Holy Mountain and the God who chooses to encounter his people, he wasn't uh, made to do so unwillingly, uh, just think about what that implies for your everyday life and let that strengthen you, encourage, and bless you. Amen and amen. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to learn more about how we clear the path for black students, visit us at www.subcultureinc.org. Grace and peace.